Hey, you. Yeah, you. Love the show and want more content? Want to be part of some of our hilarious adventures? Ever wish you could be part of the squad and team up with us in our fight to save the galaxy? Well, now you can. Head over to MultiplayerSquad.com and check out some of the awesome benefits we offer to our official squad mates. We offer a ton of extra ways you can interact with us and the show. We certainly aren't above bribery to earn your support, but we think you'll love all the extras that come with supporting this independent podcast. Thank you for listening and supporting the show. Now on to what's sure to be our greatest episode ever. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us here for the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. Since today is Thursday, that can only mean one thing. It's time for This Week in Gaming, where we discuss gaming news stories that dropped here over the last week. I am your host, Paul, and I'm excited for some of these stories that we're going to talk about. And with me is my co-host. I can only hope he's as excited as I am. It's Joshua. Have you, oh, wait a minute. That means I'm in trouble. <laughs> what have I done? I'm sorry. Please don't ground me. It wasn't me. It was my brother. <laughs> I have never heard anyone call you Joshua. Yeah, that's because that's I'm only called that if I'm in trouble. Like my mom and, you know, occasionally my wife, if I did something bad, you know, I'll hear mm. Joshua. And then I'm like, oh, that's where you just go run and hide. Yes. So normally everyone calls you Josh, but I was just curious to see what your reaction might be. And so, also, have you ever known me to not be excited about something? That That's very true. I okay. can always count on you being excited no matter what. <laughs> you know what I'm not excited about, Paul? What? What are you not excited about? I'm not about? excited about Rocket League. Oh, were you in another tournament today or something? No, this wasn't a tournament. This was just the work. I don't understand. Okay, so I've gotten really close to getting to Diamond 2 in Rocket League, right? Which will be the highest ranking that I've ever been and is getting very close to like champion level, right? Okay. And like for no reason whatsoever, today was the day that I lost like eight games straight, could not score (laughs) a goal. Nothing was working. It was like... And it wasn't even like I was playing like super bad. It's not like I was just like straight up whiffing the ball or any of that stuff. It was just like, I feel like every team we played were just like professional Rocket League guys. And I was like uh-huh. just touching a controller for the first time. I don't know. I, you know me, dude, I don't rage quit very often, but I like straight up was just like after like the eighth loss in a row, I was just like, I, I'm done. I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I hate this game. And then just click. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst i hate when you get really close to those new peaks in like sr and then you just tank where it's like even if the matches are close and you just lose that coin toss like eight times in a row that's one of the reasons that i have not played battlegrounds since i hit seven thousand for my sr i hit seven thousand thirty four, and i said i'm not playing this game at least for a week or two because i know i'm gonna plummet 500 points it's gonna depress me and I'm just going to stay away. I'm just going to sit in the glow of hitting that new high, and I'm just going to let that sit a while. It's You're smart. You're smarter than I am, apparently, because I just, I got, I got, like, butt hurt, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I was mad, and I was supposed to be, like, playing to have a good time, you know? And then it just, like, I, I got, like, all grouchy from it, man. So, I don't know. That's the worst. I hate when games are supposed to be fun, and then they just leave you in a bad mood. Then it's yeah. like... What am I even doing? 
Well, keep plugging at it, Josh. You'll you'll hit Diamond yeah. 2, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I will. And you know what? Everything's better. We're recording a podcast, which always puts me in a good mood. So That's good. Yeah. And it'll just make Diamond 2 all that sweeter, because you had to work harder for it. Oh, man. I can taste it. <laughs> all right. So this week in gaming, there were quite a few news stories. I feel like we had a little bit more to work with this week than we did last week. Last week was a little bit of a down week for news. But this week we got some really interesting game trailers, and I thought that's where we could start off. So there was a little bit of coverage on our podcast of an upcoming game that was not yet titled called Project Athea by Square Enix. And this week we had the official title announcement, where now we know that this game is called Forspoken. What do you think about that name, Josh, and what did you think of this trailer? <laughs> okay, number one. What the heck is Forspoken? <laughs> I have not, no idea. Like, my mouth goes to say Forspoken, and my brain just shouts out Forsaken. Forsaken. Like, I, the same it. thing for me. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, it's like, like, watch, Paul. Forspoken, right? But your brain is hearing Forsaken, right? <laughs> like, why? It's a little bit of an odd title. I don't totally understand what it's supposed to mean, but I guess I like it more than Project Athea. <laughs> I mean, yes, so that's, that's true. But I, is that even an English word? Is forespoken? Is that like if you're married? Like, uh, you can't ask for <laughs> her hand in marriage. For? She is forespoken for. <laughs> I, I, sure. Is for, it is now. Use forespoken in a sentence, Paul. Uh, there's a new game out called Forspoken. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, I tried doing a quick Google search and I did find Forspeak. But there is no Forspoken on Merriam-Webster. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say they made up this word. Okay. All right. So this is a game that's still not going to be out for a while. It's not slated for release until 2022. But this was an interesting trailer because they did a little bit of a brief interview with an actress who did a lot of the motion capture and the voice work of the main character. And then they showed a little bit of a cutscene from the game. And then there was a little bit of like a quick montage of movement and gameplay skills in the open world. What were your impressions from this, Josh? So initially, like this trailer shows, like it, it shows, like you said, it shows the actress, but then it goes into the game and you obviously it looks like the actress. So they did a lot of like face, face capture and stuff like that for it. But she's like hiding behind a pillar. And then uh -huh. this like gigantic like dragon looking thing is walking by, and I'm like, I like I like me some dragons. So I was like, ooh, ooh, this looks cool. Like, all right. And she's hiding, and there's some weird voice talking to her. And then I'm kind of like, well, that was kind of lame because then it cuts out for a little bit, and then I was like, that's it. Like, what kind of trailer is that? But then, but then it started actually showing some gameplay, and I thought. It, like that captured my attention because they had her like yeah. jumping and flying and dashing and like doing these weird like semi teleport moves almost yeah. like I don't know it, it's hard to describe you have to just check out the video I guess but yeah that part got me like okay okay like this this game actually looks like it's got some uh some interest behind it now yeah absolutely it's a relatively short trailer and the cutscene that they chose to show. I guess it was kind of neat because you get to see the dragon, but there's really no action in the cutscene. So it was kind of a funny scene to pick because it didn't have anything that would really ramp you up for excitement. But the one thing that I'm surprised you didn't mention 
is that she's trying to hide from the dragon and she is not doing a good job. This she would not do well in a game of hide and seek because her entire head is above the stone pillar and it's like what are you doing? She's not even hiding well. So like half the YouTube comments were cracking me up where it was just people you know, blasting her for not being able to hide and, you know, oh, it's a good thing that dragon didn't just look slightly to the right because she just got her giant head sticking up. But yeah, to me, it was the last 15 seconds of that trailer that was just really amazing. The movement in the open world seemed very fast and it was almost like she was jumping and blinking between trees. It was yeah. almost kind of like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yeah, yep. where they could like fight and they were almost like half flying and jumping between trees. It looked very crisp animation and action. It had me very excited. It looks to me like movement in the world is actually going to be fun and not a chore. Yeah, one of the things too is like at one point, I think it might have been right at the very end, she did like a ground slam or something yeah. too. And then like these like tentacles like, fly or, everywhere. Yeah, like came flying out and stuff. And they showed uh like some big like ogre looking giant troll thing or something too. So there's gonna be like fighting in it. She's obviously gonna be taking on these like mythological creatures or whatever, but I I was very bored up until like the last 15 seconds. <laughs> but then when they showed that, it was like, that actually got my attention. So I'll be very curious to see. I mean, Square Enix is a great developer, so I'm I'm, I'm hopeful for sure. Um, but I mean, what is it going to be, 2022 before? Yeah, so we're still at least a year away, which is a little bit so of a bummer. away, man. <laughs> I know. It's, it's hard to wait. And uh, with half these games getting pushed back nowadays, it's rough. Uh, we're not planning on talking about it, but I saw that Gotham Knights got pushed back to 2022 and yeah, just left and right. These games getting pushed. You really, you really get to learn patience these days with, you know, that, that, you know, all those steam sales and free Epic games, 2021 is going to be about catching up on those. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I bought this game. (laughs) What's this doing in my library? (laughs) Yeah. All those games that have been sitting around going to have to install and check out. Yeah. So one other thing that I thought was really cool about this trailer before moving on was the graphics. Now I know in these reveal trailers, a lot of times the games release, they don't look as good as you see in the trailers. But this to me was the first time that I saw a trailer where I thought, Oh, this actually like even blows Red Dead Redemption 2 out of the water. And I didn't think I'd be saying that anytime soon. That's that's a bold Red Dead claim, is man. gorgeous. That's a bold claim. Yeah. But in this game, you see them travel between the forest and then also the desert. And it's almost like the Grand Canyon at the very end. And when you just see the resolution in the game and all the detail, to me, it looked incredible. Like, the next gen stuff is definitely here. Yeah. Well, and this game's PS5 and then PC, which is interesting right. because it's like I I love that PS5 stuff is starting to release on the PC. Yeah. But then if you're on the PC is it's like PC and Xbox are almost the same, but it's like no, you can't have an <laughs> Xbox, but PC guys yeah. can. Yeah, it's one of those very rare. Yeah, you don't normally see that. It would be like if it was a, a switch and ps5 exclusive or something like you don't right. normally see that combo yeah. yeah how funny all right so that's all that we had here for for spoken i'd highly recommend checking out that trailer and make sure you stick around for that last 15 seconds or so and then we have another game that we had mentioned before that we said oh, we were going to keep our eyes on and 
it's a game that is coming out very soon, Josh. You don't have to practice a lot of patience. This game's coming out on June 22nd. It's a little game called Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Dude, as soon as you say Dungeons and Dragons, I get excited. And then when you said Dark Alliance, then I was like even more excited. But then I had to be like, wait a minute, where, where do we know this name from? And uh-huh. then it dawned on me that we talked about this probably, I don't know, four or five months ago. Because there was that weird, that very weird, yes. like cinematic GoPro trailer thing that they did. Yep. With, uh, yeah. I, but anyway, this looked a lot better. They had a bananas trailer the last go round. <laughs> but Josh, this trailer was also kind of bananas because not- <laughs> who, who thinks Dungeons and Dragons RPG? You know what we need playing in the background? Ozzy Osbourne. Straight to Hell by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> What? I know. <laughs> Who made this decision? I, I don't know, but I like that guy. I don't want to hang out with him, to oh. be honest. It it was so funny to me. Both of these Dark Alliance trailers have like the last possible song, I would think. That song, Straight to Hell by Ozzy, just came out last year. So this isn't even like a well-known Ozzy song like uh Crazy Train or Mr. Crowley or something like that. Like this is a 2020 Aussie song on an RPG game when they're fighting dragons and trolls. This did have some goofy stuff in the trailer. Like you see these giant beasts that are like playing guitars and jumping into each other while the Aussie song is playing. And I'm like, what is this? I was going to talk about the two trolls that chest bump in the air. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They've got these big old pot bellies and then they're like, like, Jumping chest bumps and stuff. <laughs> I don't understand the music choice, but I am all for it. I do I do have to put myself on blast a little bit here because I can't make fun of combining Ozzy with D&D. Because back when AOL Instant Messenger was the hotness, one of my usernames, because I would cycle through them and I'd make new ones based on whatever I was interested in. But for a little while, my screen name was Ozzy Everclear. <laughs> Which kind of tells you this came somewhere around 1997 because my favorite bands at the time were Ozzy and Everclear. This is when like I Will Buy You a New Life was on the radio. Yeah, so I've combined Ozzy with weird things before and now uh, Dark Alliance has done the same. Yeah, it's the like I said, I don't know who their guy is. It's like the guy that like runs like the Wendy's Twitter or something. You know, it's like, (laughs) right, this guy is just bonkers. (laughs) He's bananas, but like everybody loves him because he's just crazy, man. But I I mean, there was actually some some decent gameplay footage. They had like a 10 minute kind of gameplay reveal kind of thing. And then they had the trailer, which was showing some in-game footage as well. This game is straight up a cooperative, uh, like hack and slash adventure using some of my favorite characters ever. I talked about this last time, but it's the, uh, it's the Icewind Dale heroes, Dristordan, Caddy Bree, Wolfgar, and Brunor Battlehammer. Um, you know, so which are, that you, I'm, I'm assuming you can play as any of the four. They did only show two people at a time. Like, they did not show mm-hmm. a party of four, so I'm, I'm a little concerned, but I'm really hoping that it's four-player co-op. Um, it is. Is it? It's okay. still four-player co-op, but they removed the couch co-op mechanic I in mean, the game. 
So now you can still play online, but it is up to four people. Is that really that big of a thing anymore? Couch co-op? No, which is probably why they yeah. ditched it. I mean, they sounded yeah, I mean, really it, sad because they were like, hey, we were really trying, but it just wasn't in the cards. Like, we're sorry, but no no couch co-op. But there is online, which is, that, that's all that matters, man. Yeah, it, it is a little bit of a bummer because I played the original Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 and 2 co-op with a buddy of mine, Andrew. And it would have been neat to be able to go through it again co-op, but everyone will just have to buy their own copies and, and yeah. play it online. Now, they did make a couple other changes to the game, and probably the most important one is that they completely moved the camera and the perspective. Because the old-school Dark Alliance games were very much almost like a bird's-eye view, like Diablo. Yeah. But now it's more over the shoulder. So it's more of like a traditional third-person perspective, which I think is probably a good change. I think it is, because otherwise it's just going to feel like a dungeon crawler, like a hack and slash, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a Diablo clone or something like that. Um, I I like the over the shoulder. I was reading some of the comments on like YouTube and people were like, oh, I hate that they moved it over the shoulder. They wanted something, I guess, a little bit more traditional, but I get it. But yeah. I like I think this game looks super fun. Like, is it going to be cheesy as anything? Like, yes, it is. Is it? Is there anything like groundbreaking in the graphics department or any of that stuff? Like, no, there's not. But I mean, it just looks like a good time, man. You know, I I don't Mm -hmm. think this is going to be a game that we're insanely stoked for or is going to be earth shattering in like any way. But I'm planning on picking it up because I can't think of another game like this. I mean, what, Avengers maybe? But I heard Avengers sucks, man. Like so much that I have not even tried Avengers. But like that... That third person, over the shoulder kind of brawler type game, you know, give me Dungeon Dragons universe, give me these heroes that I absolutely love. Um, I mean, the combat looked fast paced as anything. They said like each character has like sixty different moves. Yeah, you know, like ultimate abilities. Like you get gear in between every mission. You can like there's mission difficulty levels. So one of the things that they were talking about that I thought was really neat was like, as you go through a mission, you can stop and rest at a campfire. And if Mm -hmm. you rest, I guess it will, I don't know if it saves it or you can just save your gear or whatever, or you can choose to continue on. But if you choose to continue on, it ramps up the difficulty. Like, I guess you have a higher chance of failure at that point, but you also get better loot. So it's like this really neat, like risk reward system at the same time, like, I, I'm pretty excited, man. Like, I, you know, I, that sounds like just a bunch of fun to me with friends. <laughs> yeah, I had a very similar reaction. I thought that the animation and the dodging and all that stuff looked really fun. It looked slightly deeper than an old school hack and slash because this one did seem to have more stuff in regards to like positioning. So you can put out like a poisonous cloud or you have to avoid like a, a a cloud of ice and stuff like that. The healing abilities will put a marker on the ground and you have to actually stand inside it. So all that stuff sounded kind of neat where you're not just mashing the A button over and over, but you actually have to do a little bit more thinking than that. But to me, it sounded a bit like Vermintide in regards to some of the stuff that I read. They said that in between missions, you go back to a central hub where you get your loot and that there's going to be a total of seven quests that have three missions each. So it sounds like you swap out your gear, you open your boxes, you queue for another run, and 
it sounds like you'll probably just do a lot of quick play and just join others randomly, and then you run through as a group of four. But one of the neat things is that they did say the game would be $40, even for the PS5 version. So nowadays, when a lot of these games are 70 bucks, $40 is kind of like the new $20 game from the past. That's a pretty good discount. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, it's one of those things where I don't, like I said, there's nothing groundbreaking that stood out to me about this game, but I think Mm -hmm. it's going to just be just fun. Like, that's the easiest way I can describe it. Um, the article that I was reading was the guy got to play it and he was one of the things that he was saying does not come through in the video at all was like you can see damage numbers. And so he was like the combat's actually a lot more visceral than it even looked like in the video because you don't see a lot of the other stuff that's going on while you're fighting um, mm. because they wouldn't let them display the UI either. Um, and then the other thing that. Um, I thought was neat was he was saying that the combat's hard. Like that was the thing is he was saying, you know, they were playing with a really overpowered character, but he was like, it actually does require a lot of like group coordination and dynamics and stuff like that. Like it's not just mash buttons as fast as you can and kill everything around you because there's a lot of big monsters and they'll kill you quick, which I thought was nice too. Like I just, you know, I like games that have a certain amount of difficulty to them because especially in mm-hmm. co-op, like I like being able to depend on you to save my hide or vice versa or something like that. Yeah. And I want to be able to communicate over discord and all of us use our individual characters to our strengths and, you know, that way we know that the rogue is going around to flank and then the healer is over here. So I need to keep line aside. And I, I think that would be a lot of fun. I know how much we all love the D and D mechanics of these kinds of games and the idea of this one kind of being somewhat like Vermintide to an extent. We all love that game. So I, I think we'll definitely have quite a few people pick this one up. Yeah. And I think we'll probably cover it for the show for sure. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. like I said, I've mentioned they are staying true to the characters. Like, again, I, it, people that aren't familiar with the stories, but I did notice there's a point where Drist Dorden summons Guinevar, his like astral panther cat thing that he has. So there's a few people out there that have read the books that are going to nerd out with me for a second there. But it does look like they're actually sticking with like what makes these characters unique and some of their abilities and stuff too, which Mm -hmm. should translate to the combat really, really well, because these are some of your like most powerful, like recognized like D and D characters. And so the fact that they're sticking with those and what they're good at and kind of some of their abilities and stuff, uh, I think is, is going to be a really neat touch too. Definitely all good signs for yeah. Dark Alliance. And June, it's coming out in June, man. Like that's not yeah. that far. <laughs> this is. I feel like this is the only game other than Outriders that's coming out in the next six months that's yeah. anywhere on my radar. Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, coming up next, there was another trailer that dropped this week. And if you thought combining Ozzy Osbourne with Dungeons and Dragons was weird, just wait for Final <laughs> Fantasy VII: The First Soldier because. Boys and girls out there, we're getting a Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale. Oh, Everyone's been asking for this, Josh. Baby. You know, my Everyone grandpappy. Everyone has wanted this for years. My great-great-grandpappy had a saying that has stuck <laughs> with me through my entire life. And that saying uh-huh. is, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. <laughs> 
Well, wait, it gets better. So not only are we combining Final Fantasy VII, you know, a turn-based RPG somehow with a battle royale, this is coming out on mobile. This is not even on PC or console. This is a mobile battle royale set in the Final Fantasy VII universe. Dude, this trailer for this looked absolutely terrible. Like, I don't know... Tell them to put the drugs away or something, man, because I, I watched this. The very first thing I saw when the trailer starts is it says on iOS and Android. Android. And then I went, yeah. okay, thank goodness, because that means I don't have to play it. Right. <laughs> and then number two, there's a part where they show it's got the Final Fantasy UI and the, the you mm-hmm. know, all that stuff. And then there's a part where it shows somebody with like a sniper rifle, like zooming in on somebody. And yeah. the dude is standing completely, completely frozen still, still like in <laughs> yeah. a battle royale. Like who does that? So this guy just, but he's still for like four seconds. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, watching this and I'm like, that's the worst player I've ever seen. Well, they don't just do that once. They do it like three times in the trailer where you see someone sniping and someone's just standing still. Oh my goodness. Man. Oh. And I then, don't, I, it made me laugh because you see that like one character is on a motorcycle but then the guy's riding a chocobo right next to the motorcycle. And I'm like, oh man, this is just, this is so goofy. And I start scrolling through the YouTube comments and I think it was the second or the third highest upvoted comment, but they just said, this is officially the weirdest thing to ever be made. And I am totally with that person because this is just strange. It's just bonkers. uh, Why? That's all I can say is why. Just like, like I said, is number one, the battle royale genre has been around for a while now. So Mm -hmm. if you're just getting into it, you're really to the show. (laughs) Number one, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's like nobody on the planet went, man, you know what? I would really, really want to play as a final fantasy battle royale. Here's the best part. Not only are the people standing still for four seconds while they're waiting to get sniped in the head but there's one part where they obviously want to make this look like final fantasy so Mm -hmm. this guy is running up to another character you can tell man they're about to ooh, they're about to duke it out battle royale style and the guy stops and he starts casting this big long (laughs) summons and he summons ifrit and it takes like eight seconds to summon ifrit and ifrit comes crashing down and then like starts attacking the other guy and i'm like so you're just going to sit there for eight seconds like while you wait for the summons to, fi- to finish? <laughs> like, You know what I mean? Just like, snipe them in the head. Yes, yeah, exactly. In those, in those like, eight seconds. I don't get this, man. And all I could sit there is just laugh and go, why? Why would you do this? This looks absolutely atrocious. I can't. I, you couldn't pay me to play this game, man. It's just so strange. I, I read a couple articles about it just trying to figure out the why component of this. And the only thing I could find is that the developers said that the Final Fantasy VII demographic is a very limited and age-specific demographic, a.k.a. people who were like teenagers when the PS1 came out, right? And they were saying that that demographic loves Battle Royales, so therefore let's <laughs> toss this out there, I guess? I, I don't I don't get it. Whatever. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't man. think this is a game that either of us would pick up. I, I mean, you don't do mobile gaming anyway, no, but thankfully no, because I have zero <laughs> temptation to even look at it. I I don't know, man. 
that was one where I just, I shook my head and I was just like, just because you can doesn't mean you should, man. <laughs> so strange. And then, uh, since we're running out of time here, we have just one or two last minutes, but I did want to mention, cause this is more my kind of thing here, but Payday 3, which was officially announced all the way back in 2017, now has a release year. And release boy, year. Josh, you wanna, <laughs> you wanna learn patience. This game is being planned to come out in 2023, but it is now fully funded, and they are developing it. They're still releasing content for Payday 2. I don't know if you knew that, but they are now working on Payday 3. And I was just kind of curious, anything in particular you'd want to see in a Payday 3 game? Just make it different. You know what I mean? If If you're telling me that we're talking about release years versus release dates, you know, at that point, <laughs> yeah. like... Don't just make it a clone of Payday 2. Like, spice it up a little bit more. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's kind of like Payday, Vermintide. Like, it, 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 I don't want to have the sequels feel like the first one. Because then they're just going to get old really, really fast for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think for me, I'm hoping that they move away from the arcade shooter elements and make it a little bit more stealth based, make it a little bit more gritty and realistic. For me, that would be kind of like my dream is to play a heist game that is more like the movies, whether it's Den of Thieves or Heat or Logan Lucky. I want that kind of heist. Or like Grand G- GTA Online. That they had great yeah. heist. GTA Online. Give me GTA Online, but a little bit of the payday setting. And some mm-hmm. of that stuff. Like, give me a hybrid between the two, and I'd be all for it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there as well. So, for this one, we'll have to wait at least two years. But at least we know Payday 3 is already funded. It will come out. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> so, we'll have to wait. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that we have here for you guys. Hope you enjoyed hearing about this week in gaming. We will be back with an episode on Monday. We're going to be doing a bonus round episode, and I believe Todd will be back with us for that one. So we are going to be coming out with some kind of idea for a tournament. We have not decided what that will be yet, so we'll have to brainstorm and figure that out here in the next couple days. But we will have Todd with us. And then come check us out on social media at MultiplayerPod, on YouTube at MultiplayerPodcast. And if you would like to help support the show, which we would truly appreciate, you can head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com and you can uh, choose to support the show with one of the tiers starting off at $5 a month. Since the show is run independently by us dads, we would love to have that uh, support. You can also subscribe, leave a review, rate our podcast five stars, and that will help the show out tremendously. And then we will be back with our episode on Monday and we will see you guys then. See you, everybody. <laughs> I, got, got nothing else. I got nothing, man. I went blank. <laughs> uh, right? I was just kind of zoning out while you were doing the outro, and then I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> and then my brain was just frozen. Like, you yeah, know. <laughs>